So not yet. It's too soon. I shouldn't talk now. No, it's time. Oh, okay. Another episode of 10 Minute Simmons, Ray. Is it? It is. Okay. Wow, man. It, it feels like it's been a long time since we did this. It hasn't. It hasn't been that long, but it feels like it's longer than usual. No, we've had breaks way longer than this. That's true, but not many. Kind of, yeah. Recently, I mean. Oh, okay. No, not recently. This felt like a long one to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just missed it, but we're back. We are, and we are? Tim and Simma. That's true. And you are? Steve Bobrowski. Okay, we and I am? This. You're Andrew Varvel. I'm just, you know, helping out the audience in oh. case maybe there are people that listen to this that don't really differentiate between your voice and my voice. That's true. We've never done that before, so I just wanted to throw that out there. I like it. You know, episode... 42 or whatever this is <laughs> here we are yeah. these are your hosts yeah <laughs> we do our twitter handles that's true i guess you can kind of figure it out from there but not really because mine's big guy ac well, i guess acv might give them a clue well but and also our profiles have pictures to them mine's not a picture of me i don't think i think mine is oh is it yeah i think it's enough that's quite a nerdy thing to do well i mean it was back when i was a nerd mm. which is always okay how you been? Doing okay. Yeah? Yeah. Got uh, got any new movies that you have watched lately? I do, and I'm glad you asked, because I need a little therapy here, I think. Oh, no. What happened? So, I watched Smile. Oh, dude, I can't wait to watch that. It messed with me, man. Seriously? Yeah, it got to me. Like, were there a lot of needles or something? No, no. It was just... One of those psychological mindfuck movies. Sure. I don't want to give too much away, but there are several instances where you as the viewer are not sure what is happening on screen is real or not. You have a very unreliable narrator. Oh. And that messes with me to no end. That's that's like one of my big like breakdown like fear kind of things. Triggers, I guess, kinda of, yeah. Not having control over a situation. Yeah, and like not being able to trust what's being told to me, you know? like That's, that's true. Yeah. yeah, that would be very nerve-wracking. Seeing is believing. That's a very big thing that I always take confidence in. And I sure. just need to know that, you know, hey, you know, this is this is what's going on. This is what the story's doing. And then you're like, oh, nope, that was a dream or that was a hallucination or that was, you know, whatever. It just it messes with my head a little bit. So then you didn't like, uh, what's that, you know, the Crapio movie? Shutter Island. Oh, no. You you didn't like that movie at all, did you? Not really, no. I love that movie, but I can totally understand as a viewer how yeah. frustrating it is to watch that and then find out that basically, the well, not to give it away in spoilers, no. but yeah. a lot of what you see on screen is actually a lie. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, this one is back and forth a lot, so it, it really keeps you guessing because you don't know what, what's going on most of the time. Okay. For sure, you know. And uh, it's got some... Some decent jump scares. Not that I really fall for those too often, you know. I'm pretty, right. I'm pretty good about that. Yeah, it was very well written. It was very much better than I anticipated. Mostly because that's a lot. Of I what was, heard from people. I was under the impression just from the preview that I saw that this was going to be one of those PG-13 horror movies that came out like whenever we were working at the theater towards the end. Yeah, like, like The Ring and yeah. Well, even worse than that. Like, yeah. Uh, I can't even think of an example right now off the top of my head, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I can't either. Yeah. Unfortunately, but like there was a I lot just, of cheesy horror movies that yes. came out around that time. And the premise of this, just from what I knew, was it just sounded like something that'd be really silly. You know, it could easily turn into a cheese factor quite, you know, simply. Yeah, I mean, it's but, it's a really hard concept to sell through a trailer, even. Like, mm-hmm. I remember watching the trailer, and 
I was intrigued, but I didn't think the average person would be like, oh, I got to see this movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it, <laughs> it was a big hit. Yeah, it, it actually. One of the, one of the uh, smallest drops week to week for like three weeks in a row. Wow. Which is insane for a horror movie. That is very and insane. And very, very rare for any movie in general. Sure. Uh, that's, yeah, great word of mouth for that, you know. So, uh, yeah, definitely check it out. Even if you're not a big horror movie fan, I think it's still good enough as a like psychological thriller. Sure. Than anything else. Um, little long. They probably could have cut some time out of it. It's almost two hours, but. Oh, really? Yeah. That looked like it'd be a solid 90-minute movie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. So, hey, it kind of drug in a, little, a couple parts, but it, it's overall really very good and definitely messed with me a bit. I, I drove home without the radio on to kind of just keep in my thoughts. <laughs> and, I've done uh, that before. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it, was, uh, it was something. I, I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, I, I think you're going to like it a lot, and I think anybody listening to this needs to check it out. Man, do it's you on, have me? Uh, it's on Paramount Plus now is where we streamed it. So Okay, cool. You have me super hyped for it. Just like you did another movie that I actually watched this week. Oh, okay. Last Sunday we watched X. Oh, nice. We loved it. Good. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely feels like it's like kind of a 70s slasher. Oh, yeah. Almost. Uh, I really like the feel of it, and I we had a good time. Yeah. I, I'm excited to watch Pearl next. It's tough to recommend to people because, like, yeah, it's about a group of kids making a porno and it turns into a horror movie. Like, that doesn't sound like something people, you know, normal people would watch, but it they works, really should. Yeah, it works really well. It does. They did a great job, and they have a good cast. I didn't, I couldn't mm-hmm. believe how many people I knew in the cast. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, and it really focuses on characters. Each each character gets good development. I thought. You know, yeah. None definitely. of them are just throw away like a like a typical slasher where you just you know you're just basically meat for the wagon basically. Right. Here's a little party. Okay, we got everyone's name. Now they're going to start to die. Exactly, like, yeah. No, it's nothing like that at all. No, they, they definitely build each character. They all have their secrets and their dreams and stuff. So mm-hmm. they definitely uh, flesh it out. Nice. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. I, I loved it. Definitely uh, recommend that one. X, in case you missed it. Well, that was probably the best movie I watched in that time frame. Uh but the next movie we watched together, well, let's let's go ahead and talk about it. Okay. Let's start with saying the title. Maximum Overdrive. That's right. So yeah. I have always wanted to watch this movie before because I'm a big Emilio Estevez fan. Okay. And, uh, you know, Stephen King, so I thought it should be a fun mix. Yeah. It was something. You didn't have fun? <laughs> Oh, I had fun. Okay. I mean, this was very enjoyable, especially if you're a horror fan, mm-hmm. just to see like some of the effects that they did and you know, the stories out there, but they have a lot of fun with it. They don't take themselves seriously. Oh god, no. Uh <laughs> I mean, if you look at this as just having a fun time, you're not taking the film seriously. You're you're going to laugh a lot. Yeah. Uh, Which we I, did. All yeah, of us, I we we yeah. did. We enjoyed it. I mean, it was better than what we thought it was going to be for sure. Very much so. So the first thing I have here is the drawbridge scene. Yeah. Well, I just let's, let's just set the stage for anybody that's not aware of the movie. Okay. Very thin plot, really, but a comet comet is passing, passing by, by Earth mm-hmm, and and causes machines to become sentient, more or less. Yes. And once they're it, alive, and they and they they really don't like humanity. No, they want to mm-hmm. kill all of humanity. Basically, yeah. And there, that's it. Okay. Yeah, so uh, it starts out, you know, you see some people 
whip machines kind of going haywire. Uh, Stephen King cameo, he goes to ATM and he uh, gets called an asshole by the ATM machine, which I thought was a really funny but odd thing to start the movie off with. It goes from calling him an asshole to basically all the machines designed to kill everyone they can. And, you know, it could be anywhere from a kitchen bread cutting knife to a semi. So it didn't matter. It's just whatever machine is around, they are out to kill everyone. Yeah. Electronic or otherwise. Like, yeah, it's kind of runs the gamut. But yeah, the, the drawbridge scene, I think, is one of the, the big famous scenes from the movie. So Very yeah. cool concept. I yeah. like the concept of mm-hmm. it. Raising on its own in the middle of a busy traffic day so nobody's aware of what's going on. But the execution was uh, less to be desired. <laughs> uh, definitely some cheesy uh, lines while it's happening. Uh, they're trying to, like, it looks like they're trying not to die by the bridge, but they're doing a horrible job at escaping the bridge. They're running, like, towards where it's lifting up instead of away from it. It's just weird. <laughs> it, it Like, in the cars that were trying to go up it, like, obviously, this is going up to stop. <laughs> but they keep going. It's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you were on that road, you wouldn't believe it either. You know, it's like, why would this be happening right now? There's no warning or anything. So you would just try to keep driving, I think. Right. Yeah. That so, made sense to me. Yeah, I get it. So eventually we land on a gas station, a rest stop or whatever. Little diner gas station combo. And we get something happens where the guy takes like gas to the eye. He's, oh, he was looking at the the gas nozzle yeah because it uh, stopped and he thought it was jammed who would ever look at a gas nozzle like that he literally puts it up to his eye and he's like looking inside of it i'm like dude obviously this thing's about to spray in your eye well i mean obvious to us not obvious to him it seemed very very cliche (laughs) i mean i don't know i didn't like that scene at all i also would gas really hurt you that bad oh yeah it would. I, I yeah. don't know. I mean, I, I don't regularly go around <laughs> putting gas in my eyes, so. Yeah, it's it's very toxic. Okay. I mean, I, mean, I knew it was always, you, you should stay away from it, but I just never thought of the ramifications, I guess. Yeah. And then a couple of other things we see, uh, like the soda machine, to start pelting at those kids. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and the coach, killing the coach first. And oh, then yeah, I forgot it killed the coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this soda machine was just out to get them. Yeah. And but then easily the best kill of the movie as the kids are running away. The, the steamroller? The steamroller. Yeah. yeah. That was so cool. I was like, they're not going to do this. It's a kid. Oh, okay. They ran over the kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, was... I have a little bit of trivia for that later that I okay. think you're really going to enjoy. Nice. And I just want to say in future mm-hmm. to that, I really hate censors in America sometimes. Wow. Okay. I'll leave it at that. All right. Obviously, that wasn't good. All these kids and like got hit or attacked, and some got away, some didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we follow one, one in particular. Yeah, there's yeah. one kid in particular that gets on his bike and starts running away from mm-hmm. all the machines, and really from the movie itself. Like the next time we pick up with him and he's riding down the street and he sees all the like the chaos and, car- and carnage and stuff. Yeah, it feels like a different movie. It like kind of does, yeah. They're like I don't know, like the whole thing was ACDC, you know. But that that was per- really cool. Actually, that particular song just like felt disjointed from everything else. Like it was very upbeat. Like <laughs> as we're seeing all this death and carnage as he's riding his bike down the middle of the street and trying to hide from an ice cream truck that started going by and stuff. But, <laughs> like that that whole part felt like a little like 
10-minute mini-movie stuck inside of this other movie. It, it was really odd, that music choice for that scene. Yeah. I almost would not use ACDC in that scene and used yeah. something that was a little bit more spooky. And like the, like the a sprinklers score. were like choreographed in with the song that were shooting behind him and stuff. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of neat. But it was cool, but it, just, yeah. it fell out of place for it sure. Did. Yeah, it was jarring. So uh, let's get to your boy, Emilio. Yes. He's a cook at this uh, little diner establishment at the gas station. Uh-huh. And right away, he gets into a fight with a electronic knife that got someone else, right? It cut yeah. off like their hand or something. It attacked her arm, the, the waitress. That's right. Yeah. And she so, was filling in for him while he was meeting with the boss. The boss pulled him in to talk to that's him. That's right. He has to fight this electric knife. It's actually a really funny scene to watch him beat the shit out of a knife. But he, he committed to that. For sure. But he ends up being our big hero of the movie. Even referred to as such by the, the main woman. So That's true. And he got a little freaky with her, too. He did. And it got pretty freaky afterwards, too. It did. Where he was licking sweat off her face. That was really... That, I really wanted to bring that up. I, I'm glad. I didn't know if you remembered that or not, but <laughs> that stuck out in my mind. That was definitely that's one a, of the oddest things I've seen. That's a weird movie. kink. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else. Oh, Lisa Simpson is in this. Yes. She is embarrassed to be in this film. <laughs> I did not put that on my trivia, but I read it. She hates I mean, she the doesn't, fact. She doesn't get a very good character, really. Like, she I don't really think anyone really gets a good character here except for Emilio. Yeah. Maybe the kid. Maybe, yeah. Everyone else is pretty much just there to mm-hmm. She just be the, there. kind of the, the loud, annoying, whiny housewife. Right. That just keeps yelling at her husband. But... All she hears is Lisa Simpson the whole time. Yeah. So it's really odd to see her in a role. I don't think I ever saw her act before. No, I don't think so either. I can't forget to mention the kid racing away from the plane. Oh, yeah. That tried to reminded me of the English patient. Like, <laughs> you know that scene I'm talking about? I don't. But... I never watched it personally, but they like. Billy Crystal actually parried it at the Oscars one year. Okay. Basically, like, they're running as the plane flies by or whatever. Oh, okay. So it seemed very, like, almost like they took that scene from this movie, which I can't imagine the people that wrote English okay. Patient was, like, a you big fan know. of Maximum Overdrive, but maybe. They wanted to honor their favorite director, Stephen King. Right. But before we get too far gone here, we, we're uh, closing in on our 10 minutes. we got to mention the real star of the show. The Green Goblin Semi. Oh, dude, that was awesome. That yeah. was really cool. That it was. And it's menacing, dude. It's, it really is. It, it almost like sneaks up on people. I don't know how right? a semi can do that, but it does. <laughs> as well as they can plan those shots in this yeah. movie. Because as menacing as they tried to make them look, it really never was like scary. Yeah, and the fact that they defeat them so easily with a conveniently found rocket launcher. That was in the yeah. basement of the I, gas I was station. I going to mention that. <laughs> Why is there a rocket launcher here? And also know. the fact that the trucks circle the gas stop. I, I That's probably the only thing that I did like about the actual attack onslaught was them circling them. Yeah, even at the very end. I I really thought it was gonna, that what, that couldn't be the end. I thought the, the, the Green Goblin truck was going to like drive off the dock after the boat or something and try to take them out. But I no, expected something to Just happen. taking out the normal rocket just like all the other trucks were. <laughs> I don't know. A little disappointing there, but yeah. But the yeah. fact that it was in the movie was awesome. That's true. And that's our ten minutes. Awesome. Well, this was a new movie for both of us. It who, was. Who wants to go first here? I think you should. Okay. 
So if I'm judging this movie, just you are. That's what we're doing right now. Okay, this is the rating right. part. Yes. Yep. Okay. If I didn't I'm know if you judging what this to do. movie on a fun factor, okay, I would rate it a lot higher than one get rate the actual movie because this is a fun time if you're with some friends and you just want have a good laugh at how horrible <laughs> a movie is, but there's still some charm to it. It's not, you know, it's not like I would regret watching this again. I just probably wouldn't try to pursue it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it two stars. Are you? I am. Okay. That's actually kind of more generous than I thought you were going to go, but. Well, I can't give it 1.5 because that's why I gave Sleepaway Camp 2. And this was better than Sleepaway Camp 2. So. Okay. That's the line. Okay. From now on. Yes. Forever. So you don't think you'll ever go below 1.5 then? Is Sleepaway Camp 2 the worst movie you've ever seen? House of a Thousand Corpses might. I did not like that first film. We talked about this before. I didn't know you hated it that much. I hate that film. Unless a rewatch fixed that. But the first time I watched that, it was the biggest piece of trash I ever watched. Wow. That's why it took you so long to convince me to watch... Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects. Thank you. That was a great movie, though. He redeemed himself for sure. Okay. But that first movie was terrible. Wow. Okay. So let's hear your rating, buddy. My rating? I can't so easily separate the fun I had from watching the movie as you can as you did so that's definitely going to bump mine up a little bit because as you said very enjoyable we had, we had a fun time it is a great time it's, with some friends it's a very good group movie yes. Yes. If, I, if I had watched this by myself this you would have hated be, it I wouldn't have hated it but it would have been a lot lower yeah yeah so I'm, I'm not like super like jumping ahead of you I'm just just a little, little half step up I'm going to go two and a half stars that's where I figured you'd be at. Yeah. I almost gave it two and a half. I mean, like it, I said, it's a fun time. It is. It's it watchable. It really is. It's, it's definitely watchable. It's short. It's fun. I had a good time. Yeah, you don't really have to pay too much attention to it to really get the whole plot, too. So No, not at all. It's a good mindless movie if you're you're just not feeling up to normal wear and tear of a movie. All right. Well, hit me with that trivia. I got some for you. You better. All right. I was promised. When asked why he hasn't directed a movie since Maximum Overdrive, mm-hmm. Stephen King responded, just watch Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out because that's how much she hates this movie. While shooting the scene where the steamroller rampages across the baseball diamond, Stephen King requested that the SFX department place a bag of fake blood near the dummy of a young player who would be run over by it. The desired effect would be that a smear of blood would appear on the steamroller and be re-smeared on the grass over and over, uh-huh. like a printing press. Yeah, makes sense. While filming the scene, however, the bag of blood exploded too soon and sprayed everywhere, making it appear as if the boy's head had also exploded. <laughs> King was thrilled with the results, yeah. but the censors demanded the shot be cut. Are you fucking kidding me? Man, I even laughed right there. That would have been great. That would have been one of the funniest, <laughs> coolest scenes that I have ever seen in a scary movie. Mm-hmm. Because that's outrageous. And, yeah. oh, I wish I could see that scene. You that add, just sounds you, so much fun. You add in like a Gallagher smashing a melon sound effect to it, too. Like, oh, my God. That's movie magic right there. An accident occurred on July 31st, 1985. During a shooting in the suburb of Wilmington, North Carolina, where a radio-controlled lawnmower used in a scene went out of control and struck a block of wood used as a camera support, 
shooting out wood splinters, which injured the director of photography. Oh, shit. As a result, he lost his right eye. No kidding. He then sued Stephen King on February 18, 1987 for $18 million in damages. Whoa. But the suit was settled out of court. I say, why would he sue King? Wouldn't he sue the studio? That doesn't make much sense. It doesn't, but he did. Huh. And here's my favorite trivia for you. You're okay. going to love this. This is the best? This is the best. It is because of this movie that Evil Dead became a franchise. Stephen King loved the Evil Dead, mm-hmm. and his high praise of the film is largely credited with its success. While making this film, he heard Sam Raimi and the other creators were having difficulty making a sequel. King brought this to the attention of producer Dino... Oh, yeah. Dino Rentis. Thank you. Who helped Raimi make Evil Dead 2. Had King not been working with D. Laurentiis, you said, Mm -hmm. on this movie at the time, the horror franchise may have never gone past the original. Wow. Boom. Mic drop. Because that is your favorite horror franchise, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. Has been for a long time. So you have your favorite offer to thank for it. Yeah. Did you already know that? Most of it, yeah. Damn it. I thought that's the coolest thing. I was hoping you would be surprised by it. Oh. Yeah, I've I've dug a lot into the Evil Dead like backstories and stuff like that. So Man, Yeah, I, I should have known. I did the same thing with Nightmare. Yeah. But that's all the trivia I thought was worthy of the podcast. Okay. But there's some other interesting tidbits that you might want to read. Okay. There you go. Listeners, go out, check it out for yourself. Definitely. All right. Well, it is now December. It is December. That means we're in the uh, holiday season. Christmas? Well, for us, yes, but for others, it's you know maybe something else. So we should just like call Hanukkah it. or mm-hmm. there's too many to name. Yeah, there's like there's like thirty okay. of them. So. Okay, but yeah, happy holidays, to everyone. Yeah, happy holidays. And um, since we celebrate Christmas, we do. I thought we should watch a few Christmas movies, and it's my pick next, I believe. Correct. You are correct. All right. Then I'm going to select one that I have not seen yet, but that I have heard a lot about, and I think generally I should like, based on some knowledge. I'm excited. Where are we going? It's a little film called Scrooged. Oh, yes. Are you familiar with this title? I love this fucking movie. Really? Yes. Okay. Huge fan. Oh, okay. We're about to put a little love in our heart for this one. Are we? We are. Okay. It'll be more than a 1.5, you think? Oh, yes. Okay. Spoiler alert. This is going to be a good one. All right. You're, I can't believe you haven't seen Scrooge before. Yeah, it does kind of weird. It was like on cable TV like nonstop when well, I was a I kid. never had cable until like high school. So. Oh, you poor child. But yes, you're going to enjoy this film. I'm going to enjoy it. I can't wait to watch it. Okay. I'm excited. Let's do it tonight. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but not really. Oh. So I guess it's about time to hit the old dusty trail. You could reach us at Twitter. I'm at USA Kid 6977. You're at Big Guy ACV. That is me. And you can reach the podcast together at Tim It's not and together, Seth. it's just you. But I would relay the message to you. I would read it. And though. give you an option to reply if you needed to. I don't think so. But at Tim and Sin is yeah, that handle. It is. Do you have anything else to give to our listeners before we head out? Nope, just a goodbye. All right, well, until next time, that's a wrap.